Welcome to The Blazes, episode 104. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play, and thanks for supporting your local podcast. You know, we've been on a consistent trend lately. We have not missed a beat. I got to tell you guys, 104 weeks in a row. This is a big, big, big thing. And, you know, we are coming up to our second year anniversary. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are exciting and a lot of things that are changing as well. So I hope you guys are prepared. You know, this week is going to be a little different. We got a little bit of different changes. Uh, But I know that you guys uh, have been really showing out, uh, giving me you guys support lately. And also I've been seeing the numbers uh, have been changing uh, especially when I'm seeing a lot more uh, listeners internationally. You know, this has been a wild ride. Never thought I would have somebody from, you know, uh, thousands of miles away listen to my voice. But definitely I have been enjoying every moment of it. You know, this week has been no different. Uh, getting ready for this podcast is definitely something that I look forward to every week. You know, just getting all all the all the content ready for you guys and just having something prepared uh, to record on Thursday definitely gives me something uh, to look forward to. Uh, but last week, uh, which I would like to talk to about, talk about real quick, my dad did come uh, for the weekend. He did well, actually for a day. He came into town um, just real quick. Uh, you know, it's always great to see my 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 family, uh, especially right now with this pandemic. It's been definitely hard to try to travel back and forth, and you know things don't really match up uh, schedule wise all the time. But definitely seeing him uh, for at least a day uh, is is enjoyable. You know. Uh, I think the last time I saw my dad was sometime late December. Yeah, late December. Uh, we went over there to San Diego to visit for my dad's birthday. But it was really nice. And, you know, uh, but me and my wife did uh, get to celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, we actually got to go to one of our favorite carnicerias. Uh, and my, my wife and I are big fans of carnicerias. And, uh, but but our favorite one is uh, on Belmont and Venice. It's called uh, Michoacana Market. Uh, to me, you know, they sell the best burritos. Uh, and I'm a burrito uh, connoisseur, so this is definitely like one of those hole-in-the-wall places. Uh, it's really not the best of looking places and probably not in the best area. But, you know, me and my wife uh, definitely been going here for many years now uh and i tell you they have some of the most incredible food uh but i i heard this place through word of mouth and you know we used to drive past it every time just by going to spoke easy and now you know when we're in the area we definitely have to uh you know try and get a, a burrito in uh any chance we could get uh but we did make that quick stop uh, and we haven't been there since probably the pandemic started, so we decided we needed to go out support, you know, buy some of the best food in town. Uh, we shared two tacos, uh, one lengua and then the other one cabeza. And if you don't know, it, it's basically the the tongue. And uh, yeah, I don't want to tell you guys what the other uh, type of meat is, but you know, my wife had the their carne city uh, or their carne asada burrito. And I, I ended up getting their super burrito, uh, chorizo burrito. And they actually make 
the chorizo in house. Um, then we both just hosed it down with the with the Mexican orange crush uh, from the glass bottles, and you know how those those crushes and those jaritos hit on another level with that Mexican food. Uh, but make sure you try this fire ass carneseria. Uh, like I said, it's on Vanessa Belmont. You will not regret it. Uh, we then ended our night at Sonic for their limeade uh, slushies. You know, we don't really do much for Valentine's Day. You know, we made it we made it special, though, considering the circumstances that we are in a pandemic. Uh, but I couldn't really wait to get to the podcast this week. Uh, sometimes I just get lost, you know, what is in present and get ready for uh, for Thursday. But this week, I really wanted to uh, take the initiative and make this week about Black History Month. Uh, because, you know, we don't celebrate it enough, and I don't think uh, one uh, month is enough. I, I, I really wish, you know, it wasn't just only one month we could celebrate black greatness or black excellence. You know, to me, black greatness and black e excellence is, is not who makes the most money, but, you know, who makes a mark on society. And when I think of, you know, black greatness, I think of Kobe Bryant, you know, someone who is not only my idol, but also my motivation. You know, his legacy lives through me and also this podcast. You know, he, he has taught me, and I, even though I've never met the guy, but he has taught me great things, you know. Uh, and, and he told me, and he showed me that from hard work, uh, you could, anything is possible through hard work. Uh, you just can't have any excuses, and the only excuse you have is to just work harder. And that is the mama mentality, something I strive for every day, and with everything, really. Um, and, and another person who reminds me of black greatness is Harriet Tubman, uh, who rescued hundreds of slaves using the Underground Railroad during the Civil War. She also served as a spy for the Union Army. You know, Harriet Tubman has taught me how to persevere, even if your situation is negative. And then you show people the way, you know, you, you, you give examples uh, of why uh, you want to get out of that situation. You know, another great um, example of, of black excellence is Muhammad Ali. And Muhammad Ali has always been one of my favorite sports figures of all time. You know, when I was a kid, I used to write many papers on Muhammad Ali through my school years. And one thing that always has stood out to me was his will to give up everything for what he believed in. Even though controversial, I am a firm believer that you follow what you believe in, even if you may suffer from the consequences. You know, Ali showed the world that boxing and his celebrity status was not worth what his beliefs were. But, you know, I just wanted to celebrate what these three people have done for me and also for society and also their culture. But this week I was able to listen to a lot of new music, but like I said, in the way, in, in the means of celebrating Black History Month, I really wanted to review one of my favorite artists and also one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is a West Coast rapper known for his 2012 Good Kid, Mad City uh, album, but in 2015, he dropped, in my opinion, one of the greatest albums of all time. It goes by the name To Pimp a Butterfly. 
In this album, Kendrick puts together some of my favorite genres, funk, soul, jazz, also using spoken word. Uh, this Kendrick Lamar's third album and has some of his best production, in my opinion. Uh, you see production by Soundwave, Terrence Martin, Pharrell Williams, and also Dr. Dre as executive producer. He also had collaborations um, that actually won him a Grammy in 2016 by winning Best Rap Album and also Album of the Year and was also named 19th uh, Best Album on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. You know, my favorite songs uh, on To Pimp a Butterfly are Wesley's Theory featuring George Clinton and Thundercat, King Kunta, All Right, and Hood Politics. Um... And one of my favorite songs off the album is You Ain't Gotta Lie, featuring... Uh, and this, none of these songs were actually... Uh, well, two of them were his singles. And I gotta tell you, most of the songs that I like were not his singles on this album. So I feel like this this was a great album that I really needed to share with you all. Um, but also, let me know some of your favorite albums. Hit up the podcast, let us know... Uh, but I also wanted to review one of my favorite black excellent movies, and that is Black Panther. Uh, this week, we were able to watch you know, Black Panther to celebrate Black History Month. And if you're not familiar with Black Panther, it is a comic, uh, a Marvel comic that is its 18th film in the Marvel Universe. And this movie was directed by Ryan Coogler, who is a 34-year-old movie director, producer, and screenwriter from Oakland, California. He is also black and was named uh, on Times 30 People Under 30 Who Are Changing the World. His first feature film was uh, Fruitville Station, another great movie to watch. But Black Panther is about a king, T'Challa, played by Chadwick Boseman, who was challenged by Killmonger, who is played by Michael B. Jordan, who has a plan uh, for the throne by exporting the renewable energy source vibranium, um, which is a meteorite containing metal. Uh, the cast was almost all black with a black director. This movie re was released in 2018 and won at the uh, 91st Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best uh, custom Costume Design, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. You know, this is one of my all-time favorite movies and also one of my favorite all-time soundtracks, which was uh, executive produced by Kendrick Lamar. So I just hope you guys enjoy both uh, To Pimp a Butterfly and also Black Panther to celebrate uh, Black History Month. But now let's talk about our, our local segment. And this week I want to talk about how Fresno is housing the homeless. Um, this is a great thing uh, in our city as Fresno is renovating ho uh, motels to give the homeless a place to sleep. The city of Fresno partnered up with Fresno Housing to renovate Motel Drive into a transitional housing for the homeless. This is Mayor's, uh, Mayor Jerry Dyer's biggest plan to try to reduce homelessness here in Fresno. According to Dyer, the homeless uh, population grew since the pandemic started since last year, and homelessness has hit hard throughout the state. The money is still coming from the CARE Act, but city council will need to cut a check of about $5 million 
to acquire more motels. This is a great way to help the people that really want it. As you see, the highway is becoming filled with homeless encampments. I hope we really help these people and find them sources to get them back on their feet. You know, I couldn't imagine being homeless and not having a place to go. Um, I just really hope we could, you know, count uh, our blessings. And especially right now, you know, as things are tougher than ever and the pressure is just getting stronger, I just really feel for these people that, you know, probably have lost their jobs uh, just as early as last year, you know, that's, that's so crazy to me to think, uh, and I just got to stay, uh, you know, blessed and, and really humble to really have a job right now. Uh, but now I want to talk about our local, uh, music and this week MC Wicks has got me looking again. He had another video drop with, uh, featuring Destruct. Uh, called Cash Still Rules. And I got to tell you, MC Wicks has been busy. He's been cooking up for his February 19th album drop for Silver Tooth Babies. And this video has a great collab with the MC from LA. And I'm all about this type of collab, especially because Wicks is getting that exposure. And I will have to do my research on, uh, the, on MC Destruct and maybe do an album review from his latest project. But also, Omar Ara, local hip-hop artist slash podcaster, uh, who, who is a podcaster for Pod and Fool, has dropped a new video called Cold Slice. And this is a video shot by Otis Reed. Uh, this track is so dope. And the visuals were legit. I'm a fan of, you know, the local scene using the city of uh, for backdrops. I hope to hear, you know, an album after the song. Because this is a, a definitely must listen. So check out Omar Aura and his new video, New Slice, on his Facebook or YouTube. Now let's talk about our, our Fresno sports. And Fresno State Bulldogs are sixth in the Mountain West Conference uh, with the record of 9-7. and seven. You know, the dogs are coming into the last weeks of the season. Last week, the dogs swept Air Force on the road in both of their Mountain West uh, Conference Series games. The first game, the Dogs defeated Air Force 69-63, to led by number four guard Junior Ballard, who scored 17 points and three rebounds. Uh, the second game was a lot closer as the Dogs swept uh, by defeating Air Force 67-64, to led by number 10 forward Orlando Robinson, who scored 21 points and 11 rebounds. You know, the Dogs will face off against Mountain West Conference leader, and number 25 in the nation, San Diego State Aztecs at home on Saturday, February 20th. Then the Dogs' last Mountain West Conference Series will also take place this week on the road versus UNLV on Wednesday, February 26th, or 24th and the 26th. Now, our Fresno State women's basketball, who is second in the Mountain West Conference, who has a record of 13-6, and six, the Lady Dogs have been having a great season, especially closing out last week win versus Air Force, defeating the Falcons 54 to 62 on our home court, led by number one Haley Cavender, who scored 22 points and seven rebounds.
The Dogs will be on the road this week, facing off against Mountain West Conference opponent San Diego State Aztecs on February 20th and 21st. And now our Diamond Dogs had to alter their schedule due to COVID-19 contact tracing. Within the baseball program, the Dogs were scheduled to face off versus UC Irvine on Friday, but since had to be postponed. The Dogs' home opener versus San Francisco on February 23rd had to be moved on the road to uh, USF on March 2nd. Also, the Mountain West uh, Series versus San Jose State Spartans, that was to be February 27th through the 28th, has also been postponed due to the Spartan program, uh, which had to be on pause through March 27th due to health and safety concerns from COVID-19. So in the next couple of weeks, we won't be seeing any uh, baseball. So make sure you guys come back for the podcast and see some uh, what what our Diamond Dogs have to do uh, for the 2021 season. But our Fresno State softball is 0-2 after our Dogs uh, lose their season opener versus number one UCLA. The UCLA Bruins showed off their offensive power by hitting two early home runs and then scored five more runs. The Dogs were only able to get one hit by Caitlin Jennings, denying UCLA pitcher a no-hitter. Then the second game, the Dogs faced another team with hot bats. Uh, Dogs tried to rally back but couldn't get the hits needed, and LMU defeated uh, the Dogs 2-0. Our next game will be versus Fresno Pacific on February 19th, playing a doubleheader. Then uh, we will face off versus number 10, Oregon, February 20th and 21st in the Fresno State uh, Kickoff Classic. And don't forget about our Fresno Monsters, who are first in the Pacific with a 21-9 and record. The Monsters took the ice last weekend versus Las Vegas Thunderbirds, playing in a three-game series. The Monsters lost the first game 5-4. to four. They were defeated, and, and then they defeated the Thunderbirds in the second game 6-7. to seven. And then the Monsters lost their third game, 6-5. to five. The Monsters will be on the ice this weekend at home, taking on the Anaheim Avalanche, February 19th through the 21st. For Beer of the Week, I want to just talk to you guys this week about something. And you know what? It's been 104 weeks. So that means 104 beers that I've had. And that's not including what I've had in between those uh, weeks, you know, if you count all those beers, it's an amazing number. And I got to tell you guys, I really, really, really wanted to take a break from beer of the week. Um, and I'm taking the break just for 40 days and 40 nights throughout the lid. Um, I'm also giving up uh, soda and also uh, fast food. And I'm doing this uh, just because I, I'm through for my health concerns, I'm trying to really just change my uh, eating habits. Uh, and I, I really wanted to focus on during this lit to really uh, try to create some new segments in the podcast. Um, you know, Beer of the Week has been a big, big part of the podcast since the beginning. And, you know, craft beer has always been a big uh, piece in my life. And this is not going to be something that's going to be forever, but... For the next, I would have to say, eight episodes, there will not be any beer of the week. Um, 
although I am a, a huge, huge fan of, you know, knowing that um, consumption of beer and anything uh, at a high level is is really bad for you. And, you know, that's that was a case for me. Um, I've actually been drinking beer for probably 20 years of my life straight. Um, you know, and, and I have to, I can't say I, I have a beer every day, but I definitely have beers within the week. And then also having a beer with a podcast, you know, adds uh, extra to that number. Um, so I really, really wanted just to make a little change to my diet, make a change to uh, maybe some of my mental uh, and also try to work on my physical. Um, throughout this time, uh, la last year, uh, we were eating fast food, drinking beer, drinking soda, not caring about our diet. Um, now I've told my wife, you know, I really want to crack down. I want to make a difference and I want to see a difference. I want to feel a lot better than, than the way I've been feeling. And it has been, been because I have been stressed out and also eating at a high rate because of the stress. Um, the stress was making me uh, almost tired, tired, uh, too tired to cook, too tired to eat, too tired to eat right, too tired to drink right. You know, I haven't been really taking care of myself. And I really want to take that back. I really want to come back and make a full uh, 180 and, and try to uh, implement exercise, implement a better attitude, you know, be ready for uh, whatever is coming our way. Uh, especially with this pandemic, it has shown me that I really need to live my life in a healthier way, you know, even though that I feel like eating what you want and drinking what you want is freedom, I, I feel like uh, I'm also trapped in, in, in also uh, the negative feeling that I have about myself and the negative feeling that I have about my diet. And knowing that I'm doing a bad thing by, you know, eating chips, by eating <clears throat> or drinking um, soda and beer, you know, to me is if I can find a good balance and, and, and find a, a way to uh, have a great diet, exercise, and also be able to drink beer, um, I, I really want to, to, to find that medium. But right now, I think for the next 40 days and 40 nights, I'm really going to try to discipline myself, try to, try to uh, make, make sure that my, my mind is okay. Uh, because I, as of late, you know, I've been trying to get rid of this stress, to get rid of this. Almost, it's almost like we, we walked into a black hole ever since, uh, you know, my, the passing of my grandfather, the passing of my aunt. And then what's happening with my, my dog, it just adds on one thing to another. And I really need, uh, I need to find some sort of uh, break in between that. And I think this 40 days and 40 nights uh, without beer or without fast food and without any uh, soda, I think is going to create that uh, good energy that I need uh, for the rest of this year. But I just want to thank you guys for supporting me and supporting this podcast. I want you guys to know that throughout the weeks, we're going to see a lot more transition uh, go 
hopefully finding more segments, hopefully getting a lot more content. Um, if you haven't, make sure you guys are supporting all your local businesses. Make sure you're supporting all your local artists and make sure you're supporting all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Oveda. I'm signing off episode 104.